0: Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back to back winning days on the podcast. Oh, does it feel fun to say that? We hit another multi-unit play on Sunday. The LA Dodgers made me pace back and forth, but ultimately they got the job done. They win four to three in the first five against the Rockies. So we cashed the run line wager there, not only for two units for our normal wagers, but he also backed the play on Twitter as we go to 19 and eight, I believe, on Twitter. So thank you for picking that game as well. We cashed another $74.07 on that play. Then we had some success finally on the overs yesterday. The White Sox over two and a half cashed. The Phillies over one and a half cashed. The Blue Jays over two and a half cashed. We also cash a couple ride the wave plays on the Mets and the Phillies, Ah, but we still lose on those, unfortunately, since the Yankees and the Brew Crew go down in defeat. For the day, we make $260.74 and three straight winning days to end the week really helps ease the pain of a dreadful Monday that we had to start the week. But now let's move on to the next. And before we do so, Couple housekeeping items. First of all, now on our step up games in Major League Baseball, I'm going to jinx myself. We're 14 and three so far. We'll take that. We don't want to step up all the time, but I have another step up game today uh, that I'm just going to press my luck on. And then the team totals, well, they've been our thing, I guess. We've been lucky there. We're up over 31 units year to date now on the individual team total. So not too bad. And then I do not think I'll have a podcast on Tuesday. I have a brother in uh, in town from Sonoma County, California, and I think I'll be spending the day with him and the evening watching baseball with him and the handicapping will need to take a back seat. So likely no podcast on Tuesday. I may put a few things out there on Twitter, but let's get to the card for Monday. I like the card today. So I'm a little bit nervous considering how we did last Monday. So we lead off with a first five over and it's for two units. We're on the San Francisco Giants over the one and a half at a minus 120. For Los Angeles, it's Andrew Haney getting the start for the Dodgers. Four appearances this year. He has a 0.47 ERA over just 19 and a third innings. So small sample size there. Last year, he had a 4.83 ERA over 129 and two thirds innings. He has a career. 4.60 ERA at the big league level. The Giants are the eighth best scoring team at home. And overall, the Giants will have no shortage of motivation after getting swept by the Dodgers last week in a four-game set for the first time since 1995. Plus, this is the final game before the trade deadline with the Giants still on that buy-sell fence, which makes it a little interesting. I like the Giants to get the bats going tonight. I'm on San Francisco, over the one and a half, at a minus 120 for two units. Next up, it's a first five run line. I'm back in the New York Mets, minus the half a run, against the Washington Nationals, at a minus 150. For New York, it's Max Scherzer going for the Mets. He has a 2.09 ERA, a 0.90 whip. Last seven games have been absolutely wonderful. A 1.40 ERA, a 0.87 whip. Road ERA is slightly better than his home ERA with a 2.08. His only start against Washington was the first start of the year. He lasted six innings and gave up three runs. I'll need better today. For Washington, it's Patrick Corbin on the bump for the Nationals. He's 4-14 four and 14 this year. No shortage of decisions for him. He has a 6.49 ERA and an ugly 1.77 whip. Last seven, similar numbers with a 6.31 ERA. Home numbers, though, are much better with a 4.94 ERA. This will be start number four this year against the Mets for Corbin. Last time he faced New York, he lasted four and a third innings, gave up seven runs. But I have to give him credit. The time before that was much better with five scoreless innings. Corbin, though, has given up four more runs in four straight starts, including giving up six runs and getting only two outs last time out against the Dodgers. The Mets are a top 6 scoring team, the Nationals are a bottom 5 scoring team. Huge pet- a huge pitching edge to the Mets tonight. -150 is a steep price, but this one should be worth it. I'm on New York minus the half a run over Washington at a -150 on the first 5 run line. Next up, it's another first 5 run line. We're going to back the San Diego Padres minus the half a run over the Colorado Rockies at a -135. For Colorado, it's Antonio Sensalita getting the call for Colorado. He's got a 4.90 ERA, a 1.74 whip. Last seven, well, not terrible, a 4.42 ERA and a 1.53 whip. Road numbers, though, this year, they're bad. A 6.57 ERA, over just 24 and two-thirds innings, I guess. He's given up three or more runs in four straight. Lone start this year against San Diego was solid. So that's a little bit of a concern. Meanwhile, for San Diego, it's Mike Clevenger towing the rubber for the Padres. He has a 3.38 ERA and a 1.13 whip. Last seven numbers are solid with a 3.47 ERA. Home numbers a tad bit higher this year with a 3.54 ERA. He had a very good June with a 2.40 ERA, but July has not been so high. He has a 4.07 ERA. Both starts against Colorado this year were on the road, so put an asterisk next to them. He's lasted seven and a third innings against the Rockies, giving up six runs. So lots of things to be concerned about on this small card, but the Rockies are the second lowest scoring team on the road. Pitching matchup favors us, and the Padres have been scoring of late at home. I'll back those trends and play San Diego in the first five on the run line, minus the half a run over Colorado at the minus 135. Next up on the card, it's a first five under. I gotta get an under on the card, right? We're gonna play the Kansas City Royals under the one and a half runs at a plus 105. So for Chicago, it's Michael Kopek going on for the White Sox. He has a 3.16 ERA, a 1.21 whip this season. Last seven split numbers still look ugly with a 4.91 ERA. His home ERA though is better with a 3.22 on the season. He entered the start on June the 19th with a 1.92 ERA. Since then, it's been ugly. But last time out, he tossed five and a third innings of shutout baseball in Denver. That's saying something. He's faced Kansas City just once this season, five innings and two runs. His control issues drive me absolutely crazy, but opponents are still hitting under 200 against him. The Royals are the 27th best team in baseball scoring this year. I want a plus money play, so I'm going to play the Royals under the one and a half in the first five at a plus 105. Then i ride the wave plays. Well, I guess I'm happy there's only one of them, and it's a game I like to begin with. It is the New York Mets heavily, heavily weighted at a minus 255 at the Washington Nationals as the Mets look to win number seven in a row. Once again, it's Scherzer against Corbin in that one. So let's recap your card for a Monday. We have a two-unit play, a first five over on the San Francisco Giants, over the one and a half runs at a minus 120. First five run line, we're on the New York Mets, minus the half a run over the Washington Nationals at a minus 150. Another first five run line, we're on the San Diego Padres, minus the half a run over the Colorado Rockies at a minus 135. And we have a first five under. We're in the Kansas City Royals under the one and a half runs at a plus 105. And then one ride the wave play. We're in the New York Mets minus the 255 at the Washington Nationals. So that's your card for a Monday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.